Hey, this is Cameron Parker. You're listening to the Unbelievable Podcast. There were several groups. One of the principal ones was the reptilians from the Iran complex. Without any exaggeration, it was like being on fire inside. Rats were eating you inside. This stuff was in my mouth. It felt like it was 500 years. It was unbelievably hot. My first question would be, were you a member of the Church of Satan, a card-carrying member of the Church of Satan? I don't understand. There's always an argument for everything. Just because um, somebody can fake something doesn't necessarily found a lifeline. And that's when I started shitting my pants. So for the person who called, um, I am carrying an alien. An alien, alien baby, baby. we yeah. covered right here, okay? <laughs> okay. Something is happening. What is it? That's the question. So do UFOs exist? It depends on what you mean, exist. Through the course of this program, we have devoted countless episodes to cryptid creatures whose primary stomping ground is the land. Unknown monsters haunting the forests, hills, hollers, and even cities on this terra firma. But what about the wetness? Tonight, the Unbelievers podcast heads to the high seas in search of one of the most ancient and sexy of all the half-human, half-something hybrids. Is it possible that humanoid fish people lurk in the depths of our oceans? Are mysterious sonar bloops proof of an unknown aquatic human? And are they even hot? So find out now as we dive into the mist, folklore, and fakery surrounding mermaids. Right here in the program, we continue to learn to unlearn everything you do. Hello and welcome to the Unbelievers Podcast. I'm your host, Russ Ryan, and joining me as always is my co-host, Drea Mora. Hello, Drea. Hello, Russ. And my co-host, Jude Prestia. Hello, Jude. What's up, y'all? Jude's back again. And soundboard engineer and producer, Rob Oki. A fish. Right. Which is something large under the water. Thank you. <laughs> What's up, guys? What's <laughs> <laughs> happening, Rob? Uh... Yeah. What's happened is this, that fish underwater that some thought was a mermaid, man, that we're just bleeding on. We're going on with it. Rob, you got your wish. This this episode's for you, Rob. It's mermaids, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I asked and the, the Instagram answered. I saw the hashtag mermaids were just flooding, flooding the Instagram. So um, we ha- I'm glad you answered the call because uh, you're giving them what they want, man. Yes, Rob got the huge response <laughs> he wanted. The people have spoken. Jude, you got to be excited. We're glad to have you back for this. Oh, I'm so into this. I've been wanting to cover the lost episode since we started this. Well, here it is. Here. <laughs> I am so amped for mermaids. It's all I've ever wanted to talk about. And dolphins. <laughs> all right. Well, let's do it because they are a big part of this, too. Let's talk about it now. Mermaids. Tonight, we'll be discussing one of the most ancient and well-known half-human, half-animal cryptid hybrids, mermaids. You got your wish, Rob. How does it feel? 
Uh, well, initially it felt good until I watched the thing that you made <laughs> that you made us watch. Uh, initially, I felt pretty good about this, but uh, I don't know how no, I feel anymore. Feel <laughs> this one's for you. Uh, so let's get into mermaids. Let's get into a little bit of the folklore. One of the earliest recorded accounts of mermaids comes from the ancient Greek mythology and the sirens featured in Homer's The Odyssey. I mean, a lot of people know this. These sirens were originally half women, half bird creatures, but... For some reason, over the centuries, they shifted to half-woman, half-fish type creatures that we now associate as mermaids. The tales of sirens leading men to them with their beautiful singing was incorporated into mermaid lore as well. While we mostly focus on mermaids, we gotta say, they do have male equivalents known as mermen, and as a species together, they're called the merfolk. But everyone just calls them mermaids. It's easier that way, right? (laughs) So much easier. (laughs) Like what you picture, you know? I'm a huge into Magic the Gathering, and for probably like a, almost a decade of my life, I would play primarily merfolk decks. I love merfolk. All right. <laughs> Amazing. I mean, that's a, solid, that's a solid endorsement right there, I guess. I, I don't have anything like that to bring to the table. Um, well, my favorite Disney movie for a long time was Little Mermaid, so I was excited about this topic, and I'm kind of feeling the same as Rob, like, uh I had my. I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna wait. I think everyone has some kind say. of mermaid, like in pop culture, their youth that they associate with. I think about those mermaids in the Peter Pan, the old Disney cartoon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of, they were bitches. Yeah, they were. Yeah. That's yeah. how. That's my like main association is mermaids. But a little more about <laughs> the history. Uh, these mysterious and sometimes sexy creatures have been documented in many ancient <laughs> cultures. In ancient Mesopotamia, they were called the Kulitu, meaning fish woman. In British folklore, the mermaid was seen as an omen of bad luck that foretold disaster. In Irish lore, there's so much lore, the figure of Liban appears as a sanctified mermaid, but she was a human being transformed into a mermaid? And after three centuries, uh, when Christianity came to Ireland, she was baptized, which is very nice of them. The Irish (laughs) baptized their mermaid. Hmm, Okay. That seems strange to do to a mermaid, but she's okay. already in the water. <laughs> she's already in the yeah. water. Like, yeah. It made it quite they easy it with to sand pull off. or what? <laughs> Can you bless the entire ocean? I have no idea. There's other people that like their mermaids too, like uh, the Isle of Man. Remember Jeff the mongoose? I think he was from the Isle of Man, oh, right? Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. Well, yeah. they're they're the mermaids are known as Ben Vary. And they are considered more favorable towards humans than those of other regions, with various counts of assistance, gifts, and rewards. And one story tells of a fisherman who carried a stranded mermaid back into the sea and was rewarded with the location of treasure. The Isle of Man, he's almost like their, their leprechaun. He I was going to say. Mermaid yeah. leads lead you to treasure. They're like a water leprechaun. That's <laughs> <laughs> just so interesting how different, different cultures perceive them. Like one... They're bitches, and in another country, they're evil, bad omens. Other ones are going to shipwreck you, and then these ones are giving you treasure. Yeah, they're, they're a little, uh, they get up to some uh, kind of naughtiness here because uh, another accounts a tale of a baby <laughs> mermaid who stole a doll from a human little girl, but was rebuked by her mother and sent back to the girl with a gift of a pearl necklace to atone for the theft. So, what? Yeah, not the doll. some well documented <laughs> among babies, the baby hell? mermaids yeah. are stealing, but learning lessons and giving pearls away. <laughs> how, did, how did she get it? For, how did she steal it if she was a mermaid? Was this little girl hanging out by the water or inside it, of the water? Was she, was this mermaid flopping around? She flopped her way out of this little girl's room and took her toy. Right. Like, what happened? I'm thinking she was probably on the beach. Yeah, she was teaching it, the yeah. doll how to swim. You drop your doll there in the water, go. that's mermaid territory. They can get that thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then there's also a third story that tells of a fishing family that made regular gifts of apples to a mermaid and was rewarded with prosperity. I mean, apples. I hope they weren't red delicious, right? Brian would not like <laughs> oh, God. that. Maybe that would <laughs> anger the mermaids. Sweet tangos only. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the apple list. <laughs> yeah, you don't get cool fruits and stuff in the sea. Like, I'm surprised they don't bring them more than just apples. But hey, apples for prosperity. Yeah, they just get sea cucumbers. Yeah. That's like giving them gold, right? Almost yeah. nobody has accepted this apple story of mine. <laughs> <laughs> You're not buying the apple gift, uh, le- uh, whatever these are, mermaids. That's right. I don't think a mermaid would want to eat an apple. <laughs> I don't know if they could. Why not? I don't think they would want to eat that. They would want to eat something like, they like fish. They're yeah, like, that- I don't think, or like seaweed. So they should have brought him a hammer. Yeah, might, that, that might hurt them. Like that, they're not, their body's not built to exactly. eat fruit. There's no trees in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have an That's apple. why it's a treat because it's new. Yeah, but it, I know? think. Well, what about corn? I think they could eat corn. Corn good. Corn, yeah. yeah. Well, maybe corn. Me like corn. Me like corn. Corn yeah. is good. And mermaid-like apple. And there, there are also accounts of mermaid-related activity all throughout Europe, in China, Japan, Korea, Africa, the Caribbean. It's like every civilization in the past, they have some version of the mermaid floating around their history. And there are some very well-known encounters with the merfolk, other than Jude and his magic deck. And in 1493, sailing off the coast of Hispaniola, Good old Christopher Columbus spotted three sirens or mermaids near the Canary Islands, which he said they were not as beautiful as they are represented due to some masculine features in their faces. But they are considered (laughs) to be sightings of manatees. I think people have long debunked Christopher Columbus, right? We've all heard this tale. Yeah. A lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's not the most reliable source. (laughs) I think think these people are from India. I'll call them Indians. Like. Or they could be unattractive form. mermaids, and then they're just, that's kind of labeling to call them manatees at this point. It's not. It, oh, man. I'm, I'm open to mermaids. Bummer. I didn't even ask you. Are you guys open to the possibility of mermaids? Fuck yeah. I am open to mermaids. <laughs> I mean, I don't I, know. I want them to be real so bad. The ocean is treacherous, and the idea for there to be, like, humans out there with just with fins flopping around in the ocean, and they're, like, that's, I don't think that's a thing. I don't think it's happening. Rob just doesn't want his doll stolen. (laughs) Yeah, that too. I did also have an encounter when I was a wee little child, (laughs) and they stole my toy, my little Power Ranger toy, and I'm still pissed (laughs) about that. Stupid merfolk. But you still have that pearl necklace. Yeah, and they gave me a pearl necklace, and I was like, this is a (laughs) shitty deal. Steals get worse all the time. (laughs) There are are other, other notable sailors, such as Henry Hudson, Blackbeard the Pirate. They've all encountered mermaids. And these sightings, they're often recounted and shared by sailors and pirates who believe that mermaids brought bad luck and they would bewitch them into giving up their gold and dragging them to the bottom of the sea. But lucky Jeez. for us and lucky for Rob, mermaid <laughs> sightings have persisted into the modern age. In the late 2000s and early 2010s, it saw a flap of mermaid sightings. Here it is. Dateline, August 2009. After dozens of people reported seeing a mermaid leaping out of Haifa Bay waters and doing aerial tricks, the Israeli coastal town of Kiryat Yam offered a $1 million reward for proof of its existence and no word that bounty was ever claimed, but 
Mermaids are jumping up there doing tricks. What? I don't know. That's what, what, that's the first time a flap tricks. has made sense as a word. <laughs> it came out and flapped. Yeah. Did a, yeah, did a like legitimate mermaid flap. Actually here. flapped. Yeah. A double back flap is what it did. <laughs> There's been wing weirdy flaps. Flap. So, you know, I'm not oh, that's true. That yeah, yeah. No, oh, yeah. Right. That's true. About Mexico. They do flap those wings. Well, flap is more than one. But so here we go. In February of 2012, work on two reservoirs in Zimbabwe stopped when workers refused to continue stating that mermaids had hounded them away from the sites. It was reported by Samuel Sipipa Nakomo, the water resources minister. So we got in Zimbabwe, where we know there are aliens in there messing with their school kids already. Now mermaids are stopping their <laughs> infrastructure projects. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, oh, maybe they just, you know, really needed a day off or a break, and they're like, you know what, let's just tell them mermaids. Or they screwed up the, the whatever they were building there. They, you know, they messed the reservoir yeah. oh, they're no, building. Oh, no, it wasn't Rodney, it <laughs> was the mermaid. It was the mermaid <laughs> made us mess up. They probably do. They, <laughs> mermaids do kind of look like hippies, and we know that paranormal things do take the shape of hippies sometimes in Zimbabwe. Hippies. Remember that's what the kids the kids said that it looked oh, like yeah. a hippie. Man, those kids look like that was oh, that it had hair like a hippie. Li- it looked like a hippie. I don't <laughs> see a mermaid getting out that far into Africa. That looked pretty hard where they were. Yeah. So around know. this time, we've got all these sightings. It's the 2000s, 2011s. People are going crazy. Mermaid fever is at an all-time high, and it culminates in May of 2012 when the television network Animal Planet released a documentary called Mermaids, The Body Found. And so let's hear now the introduction of Mermaids, The Body Found. As a scientist, I was never a believer in conspiracy theories. I believe Al-Qaeda was responsible for the 9-11 attacks. I believe we landed on the moon. And I believe Oswald shot JFK. to, To believe our government covered up these events requires proof. A conspiracy theory, like any theory, needs proof. So that's the first question I'd ask me. Where's your proof? In 1997, scientists from NOAA recorded a sound in the deep Pacific. It's thought to be organic in nature and has never been identified. It's called the bloop. The bloop! We knew that the whooper was whooping. Now we have the mysterious bloop. Yeah. <laughs> it's bloop. Yeah. <laughs> the bloop. It's, I, what, a, what a great scientific name they've given this. I'd heard of the bloop before this somehow. I've heard some not. bloops. I've heard yeah. of, I've, I remember when this happened. I've heard some space bloops. Well, just because it was like a weird, it was a weird thing. When this is like this is real. This this is real. This is I, this the bloop is real. 100%. <laughs> There's no okay. question about that. The bloop is real. Unlike those other conspiracy <laughs> theories. Yeah, I believe listen, I believe Al Qaeda is responsible for 9/11. I believe that you know uh, all that other shit that, that guy said. I'm totally a believer. That uh, Oswald shot JFK. Totally. Everything yeah. that I'm told. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe anything. There's one thing in my life. It's my bloop. But the blooping. <laughs> remember, this is called. This thing is called mermaids. The body found. The blooping isn't the only evidence they present in this. There's more. In the early 2000s, it was proved that the Navy beached whales while testing sonar weapons. For years, the Navy denied that they were responsible for these beachings. These are facts. And in some of the incidents, there were reports of something else washing up with the whales. In 2004, two boys were the first to arrive on a mass whale beaching in Washington state. They captured it on a cell phone. They claim they saw a body. 
and they went on record claiming they saw a body. That official record was later changed, and the Navy took the remains of what the boys found. I know this because I was part of the team investigating that beaching and what the Navy did that day. And I believe I know what it is that they took. It's so confusing already. We've gone from a bloop to now two boys. They have found a body amongst beached whales. And they talk about the, the Navy is doing some kind of experiment with sonar and it's causing the beaching of whales. And then they had to shut this program down. Is this what's going on? Yeah, that's, I mean, it does sound pretty horrific. If that, if that sure is like what are they just playing like really bad music down there? Well, they're tying together now. The bloop with this phenomenon of these whales washing Have we up. been specific as to what yeah, the bloop it's... is? The bloop is a weird sound that is was heard on sonar and recorded, and it, it doesn't sound like any kind of uh, a species of, of uh, that we that uses sonar that is known. I mean, yes. They can only call it the bloop. I would have thought it was aliens, yeah. I, I kind of vaguely remember this, but I don't remember that many details about it. Yeah. I remember it not sounding like a bloop. Well, I don't like even know what the bloop uh, a bloop is like something from a cartoon. Like it's a really bad day to put on. It's just onomatopoeia. Yeah. So what's going on here is now now we, the Navy is brought in and they're doing some kind of weird experiment with sonar and there's being these mass beachings of animals. And on the scene of one of these mass beachings was Noah researcher Brian McCormick, who had seen this kind of event before. He's, he had found whales and their ears are bleeding and their internal organs are crushed because they're being driven somehow to the shallow Jesus. waters by this sonar attack. So let's hear from a woman named well, Rebecca Davis. Wait, what's that? Should we just also discuss the video that they just showed <laughs> that they spoke about? Oh, yeah. Like from an audio <laughs> perspective and without having actually seen this thing. First off, what are we talking about right now? Yeah. What, what, what are we listening to? What is this from, Russ? <laughs> We are talking about mermaids, the body found, but we don't really know what's going on. <laughs> okay. Because I just feel like it we should probably clear that up it. off the bat so that people don't think that that was just like a news report or something like that. Um, oh, yeah. Because it yeah. could be. They're definitely For trying to make it. <laughs> it's, yeah. It could, it's pretty convincing when you listen to it in audio form. And the video that they showed... Uh, you can't really tell in the beginning when they show it. It just looks like nope. it just looks like some kind of weird hand or something on a beach. It doesn't really do anything. It's hard to tell what, what's going on with well, this. I noticed the kids shot it in horizontal view. Thankfully, you know they weren't yeah. holding their phone vertically, which is the an worst. Option. When he had a even though phone. they didn't have yeah. smartphones during that time too, it's supposed to be a shitty well, phone camera. I mean, but what they ended was putting a weird filter. It on looked pretty good. A regular yeah, but he held it. Yeah, you know, it looked too good for that time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Exactly. Forget that right now. We got a sonar attack happening. <laughs> Here's a woman named Rebecca Davis. And she's going to tell us that this Brian guy, he discovered more than just bleeding whale ears. He made a shocking discovery. What we were seeing was consistent with blunt force trauma. There were circular lesions on the samples. Clear evidence of damage. Brian had an immediate theory. Infrasound. Very powerful, ultra-low-frequency sound waves that could theoretically be weaponized and potentially be used to devastating effect. They would slam into living tissue with incredible speed and incredible force. Those slides showed evidence of catastrophic impact injury. Uh, impact injury that we believed was caused by a new kind of Navy sonar. A sonic blast that did more than just scare whales into the shallows. 
This sonar uh, seemed to kill them. This is about mermaids. This whole thing is a long tease. It's a, a super sonar. It's going to kill whales. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, what, what is the I point feel... of making this weapon? Like, who is it supposed to be used on? We, the what's, whales. What's... Or yeah. maybe... <laughs> Our greatest enemies. Or maybe... Yeah. whales. The sonar was created to fight the mermaid threat that so, could possibly be just swimming around. They're, they're coming to take our dolls, you guys. We, <laughs> <laughs> we need to kill them. The Navy has sworn to protect dolls. Swore to protect <laughs> Doll Island. Doll Island is a, is That's a, right, Doll Island. Island. Yeah, a hot spot for mermaid. No good call, zone. dude. <laughs> so they're, they're pinning against each other in this. The Navy with their supersonic whatever they're doing to the poor whales. And the group NOAA, the National Oceanic Atmospheric Administration, and NOAA has these buoys in the area that record whatever this attack was. Whatever happened to all these whales on the beach, NOAA's recording it with their secret buoy that records things. So that researcher Brian, he goes and analyzes the audio, and he makes another shocking discovery. Well, first there was the sound of the, the whale vocalizations, which we expected. And then there was what we now understand to be the priming of the sonar weapon. And, and then there was a, a moment of silence. And this proved to be the calm before the storm, because then it was bam. It was, it was pretty awful to listen to. Brian was so preoccupied with cataloging this uh, sonic blast that uh, he almost missed what else was there. There was another sound on the recording, uh, an animal call, and we realized that this was a bloop signature. <laughs> the bloop is back, and it sounds awful. So somehow, whatever the bloop is, and some mysterious sound is involved in this sonic attack against our whales in Washington State. Yeah. Yeah. Then it was bam. Did you hear what was like underneath the tone? It's kind of, if you listen hard, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's got like a little Sasquatch thing going on. Right? It's like water Sasquatch. There's like a Sasquatch call hidden underneath there. A couple weeks ago, Bigfoot learned how to make wings and fly around, and now he's well, got some scuba shit. Uh, yeah. Yep. This is all big feet. It's it, just adapting to other places. It actually reminded me of those recordings from hell from Russia. You remember those? Yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah, well yeah. from hell. Play soundboard one. This is the bloop, <laughs> but it sounds like hell. Yeah, the bloop. Well, the bloop is a scary void. Sounds, sounds like, like yeah. the well to hell, yeah. Yeah, the ocean is kind of hell. <laughs> yeah, this right is the sounds you. of, this is wet hell. This is the sounds of wet hell. <laughs> Let, let's hear more about how important this bloop sound is. The same creature that Noah had recorded back in 1997, uh, but in this case, uh, our recording was much longer. It was the most complex, intricate animal call I'd ever heard and we had no idea what it made the sound. All we knew was that a creature that had only been heard once in human history had just resurfaced. Resurfaced, very clever. Yeah, this thing's been out of the sea, sea game since 1997. This unknown vocalization, it's been recorded again at this event, the bloop. 
The bloop really that, yeah. a lot of shit happened around this bloop. <laughs> yes, Apparently there was a weapon going off that day also and there there was a lot of stuff happening on bloop day. <laughs> International what bloop are the day. other what are the other great things in this that isn't really bloop related is they show they show a video they they call the Beaufort tape. Do you guys remember this was a vi- a video? I guess it became a viral <laughs> video, but it's it looks like they're on a submarine and a hand goes up against the porthole window and it's it's like a it looks like something swims off real quick. What did you guys think of that video? Yeah. Is that a real thing? <laughs> it looked not... like it came from maybe some kind of Michael Bay film. And like that's that's just the beginning. Are you really asking if something looked real in this in this documentary <laughs> that we're watching right now? Because it, it looked so far nothing. So you started real. off with the bloop being real. You know, you think well, this is real? They're doing the controverse thing where they're taking real life events and they're adapting it into this fucking story for this for this thing that we watched or this, whatever this is called mermaids the body found or whatever and um so yeah, it's mermaids monsters among us if you take it. enough real life things and you mention them around bullshit things all of a sudden the bullshit things seem slightly more tangible and believable and i think this story is literally they've surrounded mermaids with so many things like the bloop um uh, what else? Beaching whales. Beaching whales, exactly. Sonar weapons. Yeah. Sonar weapons. We our... know that they have sonar weapons. So it's like if you surround it with enough of this shit, eventually you're kind of like, maybe there is like uh, another mystery hidden beneath all of this, you know? And okay. I, I, until the video no, this video is fake. This video is super fake. And it's like everything else in this documentary. So it's fake as blue. So that's what you think. You might think that about the whatever, the Beaufort the Beaufort tapes here, but let's hear what this anonymous guy has to say. It's no surprise that the Beaufort video was immediately branded a fake. The Navy tells (laughs) us it's not real, so it's not real. Whenever a leak happens, the military has a way of using its influence to make the general public believe what they want them to believe. What I can't tell you is that I've seen a creature in the Navy's possession. We took it after the first test in Washington State. I was on the beach that day, but we weren't the first ones there. You see, the Navy can bury anything. You're just a Navy bootlicker at this point. According to this guy, even the viral sensation Beaufort video, even that thing can get released, taken away by the Navy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... I think, yeah, Rob, I'm going to agree with you where it's... They're trying so hard to make this thing sound plausible that they're even kind of debunking their own shit first to like a ghost adventures thing. Like, no, no, no. See, we say this. Some of this stuff is fake, but is the it? people who met probably made the fake things that were like, this is awesome. Like this thing's like, in court. like people, <laughs> right. Like I'm getting way more clicks of this. They put it in this movie and this documentary on the animal planet. I don't. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's my brother-in-law swimming <laughs> outside that thing. I can't believe how like people think he's a mermaid. Like, I don't believe oh, I don't man. believe that this was ever a viral video. I don't think that that's true at all. I think that they made this video for this documentary. Oh, it had like 100%. 4,000 views before this documentary. I'm sure. It's I'm a sure. viral. I'm sure yeah. it did. They just had a computer that was like cycling through it. Like it, it was an odd. Those were automated. Views. This video doesn't exist on the Internet. <laughs> oh, you think this is just a creation? Yes, this video was created by, yeah. it was created by the same producer. The Navy keeps taking that thing down, man. And they, they keep striking it for all kind of stuff in there. Someone keeps putting a, a copyright music under it and they keep striking it every time. <laughs> this way it never stays. The Navy's not, the Navy's always watching. Sure. And after this incident, yeah, it's, it's a Rihanna. dropping the bloop on there. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they don't want us to know about that. That was bloop. That's why you can't find a lot about the bloop either. They're like, bloop that. Navy. You need to bloop yeah. that. <laughs> All a... mermaid evidence has been blooped from the internet, according to this guy, at least. <laughs> but after this incident in Washington State, beachings of whales started occurring all over the world. And it started being sharks. Even dolphins were washing up. And it would become even more baffling to the scientists. In some of these events, not only were there reports of bodies being found, but something else. These had been reported before. Not bodies, but spears. For years, deep sea fishermen all over the world have found them. Found them in fish caught in the open ocean. Yes, spears! As, uh. That's weird. <laughs> Why are they losing entire spears? And it could, oh, <laughs> it could be Aquaman, perhaps. Man, man, what do you guys think? Who's using spears in the sea? And they're finding them all over the place. How come I, no one has ever heard of this before? <sighs> right. Smurf, sometimes when but... you open up a tuna can and you get like a scale or something, sometimes you get pieces of spears. Sometimes you in there. your cinnamon toast crunchy gas shrimp in there. But yeah, exactly. Folk. <laughs> How would you even throw a spear underwater? No, like, you just go up and stab with it, your and arm. grab it like in your hand. So that's, yeah. right? that's more like a, a merman. That's just like a knife. That's like a uh, that's like a prison weapon. More of like a. <laughs> it's just a, a little shank. ocean. That's really what that <laughs> is. There, it's more of a shank. Like, it's like a halberd. When I like, when I hear spear, you, hold, you don't throw it. I'm thinking, you know. Yeah, you're thinking like a javelin. I'm thinking Mandalorian. Yeah. You know, the Beskar spear. I'm thinking like this, a no, weapon. No, this is not. This is a merman. Or <laughs> All I gotta spear. say. Oh, okay. It's like this, whoever is hunting, who those people suck at hunting. They lost so many spears, like where it's still in the fish. Like, why are you so bad at this? Yeah. Well, How hard it would it be to make sure you I don't know. Yeah, maybe she Yeah, I guess. I mean, maybe, maybe they were just like training. That's like, yeah. if, with that logic, that's being like, if someone shoots someone with a gun, they don't take the bullets out. You're just like, man, you can't even take the bullets out of different. them, <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, but you're not supposed to reuse the bullets. You're supposed to reuse a spear, you I would probably imagine. probably get interrupted doing something else. It's probably really busy under the ocean. A shark came out of nowhere, and I'm like, oh, no. But they get more, true, all the blood. Eh? They back up the, the spear theory even more. They go talk to this German fisherman, and he's seen the spears inside the fish, and he said he even snapped a very blurry picture of what could be a mermaid. Or like a stick floating in the water. It's really hard to tell. This guy had a very blurry photo. <laughs> one of the worst uh, cryptid photos I've ever seen. And we heard before, we got the Navy. They have shut down any investigation of this, just like they do those videos on YouTube. They're pulling all evidence. So those NOAA researchers, they try and further analyze the 2004 bloop recording. So they bring in an expert. They bring in the wolf. This guy's going to crack the code. Here is Dr. Rodney Webster and his bloop analysis. Uh, I noticed that there were some pitch changes in the bloop at certain parts of the recording. Uh, so I ran a spectrogram analysis of, of the data and uh, in the frequencies that were above the range of human hearing. And this is what I found. This is it at original speed with the whale sounds removed. I then slowed the recording down into the range of human hearing. Here it is uh, at one third of its original speed. Multiple individuals, uh, literally thousands of different signifiers, at least half dozen uh, individual voice prints what you see here is uh, language. They're uh, talking to one another. 
there's a lot of bloops mm. detected. They are playing it so deadly serious in this. Can this be a real show? <laughs> uh, sh- mm, I'm not gonna no, say. No, it's no. I it's, it's on terrible. Animal Planet. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't lie. Well, I don't know what's going on over at Animal Planet. I don't know what the hell is going on over there. Who is approving it's animals? It? This is about animals. Who let this out? This is an underwater <laughs> animal, an unknown creature animal, maybe of legend, maybe real, and they're gonna make it real for you. Because you heard that th- this voice is so complex that they're hearing the bloop and this it's underwater language that is being spoken. They start to theorize about what could be the cause of these bloops. Our theory was this was a new species of dolphin. But there's another theory we should have considered sooner. The aquatic ape theory. It's a theory about us, really, about where we come from. And I, was, I know it's always been controversial, but... Now I think there's really something to it. Why are we so different from other terrestrial animals? According to the theory, it's because there was a time when early humans spent much of their lives in the sea, and the traits that make us so different from other land animals are a legacy from this period. We can control our breathing like marine mammals and hold our breath longer than any other land animal. The human record for breath holding is nearly 20 minutes. That's almost as long as a dolphin can dive. Compared to our closest relatives, the apes, we have a much more flexible spine. And we have partial webbing between our fingers and toes that they don't have. These are features for an aquatic environment. Why have them unless to help us swim? Aquatic ape theory. And I've heard about the stoned ape theory. I wasn't familiar with this. This is like real sea monkeys. (laughs) The idea that monkeys was the cause of this incident was totally ridiculous. (laughs) especially this time especially this fucking time yeah you know what I just didn't like his idea about like why do we have webbing between our fingers to help us swim do you guys swim like this with your hands (laughs) out we used to I I got a lot of webbing (laughs) we used to a long time ago but we started going on land we were originally semi-aquatic creatures and he laid out a a lot of points there that make us all think but uh, there's oh oh, it really made me think like I became (laughs) an aquatic ape theorist when, just now, oh, yeah. I was this like, is the birth oh, of an aquatic ape theory. I was like, damn. <laughs> that little monologue he gave, it is, it's like that Jaden Smith series that was out where he like says all the trippy things and like blows your mind. It is kind of like that because, yeah, he made me a believer in mermaids in a few minutes there. I don't know. Like, I never thought about it. I think that's kind of what it was that I never really thought about it from that angle. And I was like, maybe, but I don't know. Maybe aquatic maybe. babies. Yeah, that's sexy. Babies, they wail. Like, they get born in water tanks. Like, they're ready to swim right oh, out the All right, hold on. Before we get too far into baby talk. Uh, oh, I guess, sorry. <laughs> no, no. A lot of those points that he said, they make sense to me, but not this next one. And human babies hold their breath underwater automatically. They instinctively <laughs> know how to swim, whereas a baby chimp or gorilla would drown. How do they know that? What are you talking about? You want to put that theory to the test? Babies suck at swimming. What are you talking about? Humans are natural swimmers. No, I've heard that before. I've actually heard that before. Yeah. I've seen videos too where like, you know, a a lady will just kind of like throw, not throw, but just kind of launch the baby a little bit and they're in like a pool of water and the baby does start to swim. But some of them totally My kids all drop like rocks, man. What are you talking about? Him, my kid and the gorilla would both be down there. I was like, No, I saw this this movie called Curse of La Llorona and and kids can swim great. Little babies can swim great from what I've seen. I I think that they were kids drowned in that movie. Those kids suck at swimming. They should have held their breath. 
is what Man, I'm no, it's that's true though. I've heard that before that babies can swim for some reason. Like if you were so on board, well, off board on this crap, I, I know I don't know what to believe anymore, <laughs> man. But babies, you know, that just shows Rob is a, a true like a healthy skeptic. He's gonna weigh out all, all the options, and if he thinks babies can swim, I guess all babies will float and swim. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> See, I'm just as curious about why babies know how to swim when first thing when they're born, and also how did they find out that gorillas and chimpanzees can't swim. Oh so someone's out there drowning chimpanzee no. and gorilla babies. As soon as they're born, they're like, I'll see if I can swim. And they're just no. dropping it in the water like, oh, can't swim. Get the other type of monkey. Let's see if that one can it's swim. It's reminded me of... Like, oh. Like if you shoot a monkey, it's gonna fall down and no, die. No, this season, I'm, if you put a monkey in the water, it's I'm gonna sorry. Drown. This season, season three, no animal is safe from us. So we've already, yeah, we've, we've ran that. We're taking the whole zoo out. I'm sorry. I mean, I was just going with that. Like, like would Nirvana lie? Like, you know that? Like, never mind. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Babies get well if born you give it enough water. money to swim after. Like, they know how to do. Yeah. I don't know what they do after that. Like, once you take them out of the water, they probably freak out. Proof I have right no, there. No fucking idea, but all right. Then they, they choke. Can yeah. come out of the water. Yeah, the Nevermind cover is proof of it. It took you reminding yeah, exactly. me. You took you reminding me of, of the Nevermind cover. All right, I'm on board. Babies are great. Swimmers. Yeah, throw them in the water. So you're like you're La Llorona. <laughs> like I forgot. Wherever you go. Well, money's a great motivator. Mm-hmm. So he's got, since Rob seems to be being swayed, he's going to give some more arguments by stating that at one point, a portion of the brown bear community split and they evolved into a separate subspecies. The polar bears that we know now were once brown bears that just split off and which leads to this great bear fact. Polar bears are capable of holding their breath for minutes at a time underwater. They've even developed webbing in their front paws to help them swim. They are currently, before our eyes, evolving into marine mammals. And if this is happening to polar bears now, why couldn't this have happened to the human line at some point in our evolution? All right, so, you know, some apes did the same thing. They split for adventure in the high seas, the abundance of food, the bears (laughs) are evolving in front of our eyes into aquatic creatures. How come we didn't do that a long time ago? Because uh, we didn't have to. We did. That's where mermaids <laughs> come from. Well, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly. I look. It makes sense to a degree, like the the potential. But the things that they're pointing to, not quite, because you don't have a fully underwater like bear that well, lives I was, underwater. I was, I was kind of, yeah. I was kind of going to say something similar, where like. You know, the divergence isn't as intense. It's not as crazy of a divergence like for a bear. But then if you think about it, it is kind of because they went from living in like the forest to primarily living in the snow and on like glaciers and shit or wherever the fuck polar bears live. Like (laughs) they in in igloos. I don't know. In the water. They they drink (laughs) drink Coca-Cola, though. So they still. Yeah, they're not going to want to go fully into the water. They they have the Coca-Cola. Same reason why I agree. Why would there be a fully aquatic? human you know like i could see being partially like amphibious kind of like how i can imagine it i can imagine it very well because in this thing mermaids a body among us this thing is all like interspersed with showing the evolution of how this could happen where basically (laughs) a a primitive ape man just like looks at a a volcano explode he looks at the water and goes well guess i'm going in here and they all just they go in the water it's like bigfoot goes in the water swims around and then they just show him like on a rock like in a cartoon where you're on a little island with a palm tree that's what they show them doing and they're just they're they're learning to just eat the fish and and making tool i guess they're making tools the transition is 
out of nowhere because it's like literally there's first off there's a very expensive looking shot of a volcano going off where I was like somebody well, they give these guys money to make this shit it looked pretty good actually that one shot yeah. and it was good and, and the cavemen yeah. people like they were pretty creepy looking like their version the artistic yeah. rendition of, they were not CG oh, these were not no. CG we'll, we'll get to totally the bad practical. CG later <laughs> These are practical Bigfoots. They're like reaching into the the shore, picking up like a, a an oyster and cracking it into their mouths. I'm like, someone did yeah, that with like demon like, faces, though. They had like demonic evil they faces. So, they, they were that. so hard to look at. I <laughs> but hated this. They part. literally one of them turns around and just like like sees the volcano going off and just walks down the beach, and then all of a sudden they're just mermaids. Mermaid <laughs> no, they were, didn't become instantly mermaids. That took millions. Hey guys, we're gonna no they jumped millions of years each different iteration. You'll see. We'll we'll get to those other guys, but for now they're just Bigfoots floating around on a little island and they're eating fish. But back to our time, there was another major finding in the world, and it came from South Africa, where another whale beaching incident occurred, and another bloop is recorded. And this bloop stands out from the other bloop because this time the bloops and the dolphins are talking back and forth to each other. And researcher Brian, he heads down there ASAP. He's got to get to South Africa and he's going to find evidence inside of a dead shark of an unidentified species. And this thing definitely wasn't a dolphin, but it talked to dolphins and it was possibly an evolved aquatic ape. So this is the body found. This is how they find the body. It's a bunch of, of looks like fish pieces and bones that they found <laughs> inside of a shark. Were you guys disgusted when that dude just like went up and fingered the spear hole in the shark that they got it out of? Yeah. He just yeah. like went up and was just like, yeah. That's what you do. Dude, I, I was disgusted for most of this documentary. Quote yeah, they have a huge, um, but, huge shark yeah. dead hanging. That they this is where they find the the body of this mermaid creature that they think is. They pull it out of this shark, and yeah, there is a spear hole, and it it what was it? It was a stinger of like a a manta yeah, ray. Oh yeah, the stingray stinger. Sometimes stingrays and sharks fight, but well, sure, they were like they were specific. They were specific to say that uh, great whites don't eat stingrays, so. Right, they just these things should not be near each other, and the fact that the stingray, uh, whatever you want to call this thing, I guess a spear was still stuck into the great white shark. Ew. Yeah, and we're gonna. But they put this finger in it. (laughs) You see a hole? You just guys are no researchers. You gotta check to see how deep it is. You know, (laughs) with your finger. That's what you always do. That anytime you see an open wound, it's instinct. (laughs) Oh man! And so this is the body. They have the body. So we've got to learn a little more about how these things are evolving. I don't know why this is a big part of it because they started out earlier. They're hairy bipeds. They're in the water, and then they they cut cross cut to over a million years later. And they have lost most of their hair. And this next step that we're going to hear, they have just straight up fins now. And they look like our classic mermaids. And I love this part because much like SpongeBob, these aquatic apes, they have undersea pals. A creature that once hid in shadows now swims in open sea. They are not alone here. They are bonded with another intelligent being. It is a bond of friendship. For now, they play together in time. They will hunt together. Their ancestors slept in trees. They now swim through them. Soon, their transition would be complete. Like the dolphins, they would belong to the sea. The dolphins, they are bros with the merfolk, and that's what we're hearing on the bloop is the (laughs) dolphins and the mermaids are chatting it up under sea and they're recording it. 
You gotta love this. Yeah, chatting it up, all right. Yeah, the way you cut those clips, it sounded so much like he was gonna say, like they they play together. Soon they will hunt together, and like their ancestors, they will sleep together. <laughs> yes, they will like, have I was sex so concerned. together as well. <laughs> yeah. Dolphins love that shit. I'm they s- do. Right. So how come there's not? Maybe that's how come they. Came I mean, about. that's what a manatee is. <laughs> that uh, could possibly that, be. You know, this so far wow. makes yeah. sense. That's incredible. You know, to you? this so far. This makes it is so incredible. So we got to realize now we've got the body of this thing. And like I said, it's just a bunch of parts from a shark. So they have to get more experts. They got to identify some of these bones. And then they figure out that the bones are actually a hand and that this other part is a pelvis and that this thing walked on land. The bloop is us. We are the bloop. We are the mermaids. And they also get their explanation for all those spears and tools that those fishermen find. All those tales of fish found with spears in them, all the fishermen's stories of spears found in the open ocean, this is what made them. We have something that makes tools. This thing has figured out how to disarm a stingray, use its spine to kill fish. (laughs) So they are intelligent hunters, but are they hunted? How would these creatures have evolved to survive alongside the most formidable predators in the ocean. Yeah, it, there it is, the stingray barb. And the thing they wrapped that around with is that they also found something and they're like, oh, this is the handle for it. And they put it together. And that was so unbelievable that they actually found inside the blade <laughs> that was in the shark, the handle was in the shark's body. Yeah, what, what would that even be made out of? Who knows what they're doing down there? <laughs> that narration just made it sound like they pick up stingrays and put them into sharks. Right? Like, like they have they some kind of weird workshop. Sh- they learned how to use the spear thing. I'm like, what? Wouldn't they have evolved to like be able to, I don't know, spear hands? It just doesn't make sense to be using tools They have some strange underwater techniques that they use. They show some even weirder shit later on in this documentary that I was like, what the hell? But, I mean, I guess they're they're making this idea that these things create weapons underwater which is a funny idea like like, where do they store them you know like they don't have they haven't shown us the merfolk houses or anything like they just i would imagine if you're living in underwater kind Mm -hmm. of territory Mm -hmm. you're gonna have something like chewbacca has a bandolier (laughs) chewbacca's a a land he's a space he's a space ape these are aquatic apes they would figure out some (laughs) kind of way to hold stuff on them well dre do dolphins have houses no but they're dolphins well, they don't like, have they hands. Don't, they don't use counter argument. They're not. Yeah. <laughs> they're not literally people with tails floating around who are smart. <laughs> they're not using weapons. That's why. That's my Some whole point. Some might say <laughs> that they are. But we did see that <laughs> one video of the under, the aquatic ape living like he was in a cave, and then mm. you know, like a shark came out and like ate Look at the dolphin. Like he's learning how to hunt. Do remember seeing? Do remember seeing that animation of that yeah. uh, sea monkey looking? Um, it, was, it, was so it was swimming Bigfoot is what it was. It was really actually kind of cool. <laughs> they look exactly like sea monkeys on the box. When, when I was a kid, when I used to get them, they would look just like those little guys, those little sea monkeys. Yeah. I think that the people working on this were very much inspired by I the sea monkeys. I think so, boxes. for sure. Or that inspiration comes from the sea and tales of mermaids, as we're learning tonight. Mm-hmm. So, or they are little mermaids. So now they have they have this body thing. Now these few parts have got like a tail. Looks like I don't know. Like it's, like it's oh, it looks really gross. They put all these dead parts together, and they have to get another expert. She does a reconstruction on what the skull looked like and how its brain functioned. And when you know it, they make another amazing discovery. 
The concave shape in the front of the skull indicated that it had a melon, a specialized mass of fatty tissue that enables dolphins and other whales to echolocate. It wasn't a blowhole. This wasn't used for breathing. Um, it was used to channel sound. The skull reconstruction proved it could do this, that this creature could echolocate. This was the creature that had made the sound. Uh, the calls had never been identified. Okay, yeah, we get it. This is the bloop. Mermaids are the bloop. <laughs> we know. We assumed that the first time when you put all this together and he's still trying to prove it. Oh, man. This is the thing that pissed me off the most about this whole show was that they are showing the footage and everything and they're leading you to this these conclusions and then take forever to be like, oh, by the way, we think that this is it. like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Duh. Did anybody else think that he was just saying that it had a big head when he said it had a melon? He was like, I, this thing had a melon <laughs> of a well, head. He was like, I, that was I was like thing. it's the thing on a dolphin's head. I didn't realize that. I, know that's I didn't what it was know called. that. I was just going to bring that Squishy. up. I was like, did he call it a melon? Yeah. Yeah, that juicy melon, melon on his head. Yeah, that's just Mark Chad. No. <laughs> and yeah, you guys are right. D this guy can't stress enough that this pile of fish parts and hands is the bloop sound maker. So he's make sure we know again, just for good measure. We now had no doubt that this was the animal that had made the bloop. Uh, this was the same animal that was on the 1997 bloop recording. This was the same animal that was on the 2004 Washington State recording. And it was the same animal that was on the South African recording, the one that talked to the dolphins. No, I think he's just like shoehorning the word bloop in there wherever he can. I don't even want to clip it. I'm so <laughs> sick of it. Now, this is the animal that made the bloop on the... It sounds like it sounds like poop. I'm sorry, I'm immature. <laughs> it made a little bloop on the carpet. And, I'm sorry, this, this was called Mermaids, the body found. We're almost an hour into this documentary, and I'm so happy <laughs> to hear it. Play the next clip, because they're finally going to say the one word we've all been waiting to hear... That isn't bloop. We had, we had just found a creature of fable. I mean, that, well, that's what we were looking at. All of us had been wanting to say it for, for days, probably weeks. Okay, come on. But come on. It, scientists aren't supposed it. to believe in fairy tales. And say it. what we were looking at was a mermaid. <gasps> he said it. Oh, no, you said it. Really? That's why we're so that's here. What it, oh, what a climax. <laughs> so glad he finally figured that out. It was a water monkey. That's a jump <laughs> Aquatic ape. <laughs> aquatic ape. <laughs> yeah, that was, that's like a, the Jesus. jump scare of a reveal of just talking. <laughs> of a, like a boring it story jump scare. Oh, I did I'm scream. glad they scored it because it really needed that dramatic effect, you know? It needed the yeah. punctuation. I usually cut out. Sure. Otherwise, I wouldn't know to be excited. Yeah, about I usually it. cut out a Is lot of the boring silence, but that was the only <laughs> silence that actually led up to anything interesting. So I thought yeah. it was. That's 90% um, of this. It's just <laughs> stunted talk. I've cleaned this thing up so much. Like I had to do for a Blackwell Ghost, uh, which reminded me a lot of. This is one of the harder ones to even put together in any kind of listenable clip. But we finally heard the word mermaids. Mermaids <laughs> have finally been established in this. And they show some poorly filmed videos. They show a video where there's a fishing vessel and they're pulling up a net and a hand reaches out and it grabs their fisherman. It almost is a so you know, signs level kind of jump scare little video. It was kind of cool, though. Is that a real one? <laughs> No. Oh, no. totally. When you brought up signs, that's literally like it was straight out of signs. Looked, like when you see like that alien like walking through the field and it's like 
This Look, was looks to the right. Yeah. Looks at you. That was what that hand in the net was. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's funny because those aliens looked like they would have been aquatic, but they did not. They like don't the like water. water. It's it definitely oh, spoiler alert. It's stuck to that M Night Shyamalan <laughs> formula of only showing the monster for like three frames, show only showing the creature oh, yeah. for like at the most like three frames that you can you you just see its hand. But even and you just this go was like, what? also what shot with that with the same camera that they filmed the rest of this documentary with. It was a shot with a phone. That was the most obvious. Ugh. Nope. Did they like even tell. use effects to try to, to make it, it look yeah. like it was distorted. They tried to make yeah. it look real bad. They tried to make it look like yeah. There's like these like, video artifacts. Where did this that, come from? Yeah, it's like I've never did seen this get any broadcasted from the moon. Like what is this? Fisherman. <laughs> you know what my favorite tell is though when it comes to like if a video is real or not is why the fuck were they filming it? Exactly. Because they're getting a huge load of fish. That's a big deal. These guys want to show it off. Hey, look, we never get fish <laughs> well, on the fish. Literally, oh, this is that's weird. all you the boat does this. all day is pull up fucking nets of fish. <laughs> this one huge net, they were like, let's, we've got to film this one. This one we're going to film. Yo, bro, get it out. <laughs> or may, I mean, maybe they thought that they, they saw it coming up. They're like, get your phone. There's something weird in this one. I don't know. Maybe, you know. That could, yeah. But even that, I'm giving it more backstory that like it does, they don't even get that. Why do they even have those cameras? A guy, there, like, yeah. you know, some <sighs> German dude saying, like, yo, it's got a hand. Oh, man. This, oh, this. I thought you were going to say if there was some German dude who, like, did the video and he was in the water and he had to get caught by the net. <laughs> Look and, at this fish. Catch me in the net. Pull me up. Tootsman. So, after getting past this great fisherman video, they, they cover the whole history of mermaid and mer, merfolk folklore. They even show some of the, these ancient Egyptian glyphs that show mermaids fighting against people with arrows. So they make the oh, big leap. So they make this huge leap. Those look, yeah, just they, they were painted Dude, last week. I actually looked that up to see, like, is that real? Was it? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> There's a Surprise. thing called, like, the nah. Cave of the Swimmers in Egypt. Like, they set it up right. There is a cave mm. of, like, cave paintings of people swimming in that area of Egypt. But none of that merfolk shit. But they're not mermaids it's like, fighting. It's like them? people doing like a belly flop into the water. Well, it's it's been a race. <laughs> the Egyptians, it's been a race. not you know, they, they cut off their tails. They don't want us to know about it, so that's why that part is you know it's redacted. The U.S. Navy. Yeah. They took they Again. took white out yeah. to it. Yeah. The U.S. Navy deep in <laughs> Egypt, taking care of business, and uh and yeah, but they just jumped to the conclusion that the merfolk and the humans they just didn't get along, and the merfolk just dipped out on us, and that's why we don't see them anymore. Friendship ended with humans. Now dolphins are their BFFs. <laughs> now let's not forget, there is a sinister plan going on with the Navy and their super sonar. They don't want any of this information getting out. And the Navy always gets what they want. And they want those bloop bones. We knew what they had. <laughs> we knew what they had before they knew what they had. We've been trailing McCormick's NOAA team since 2004. We followed them to South Africa. We knew what they found was the same species we'd taken off that beach. They had evidence that would bring down the operation. They had physical evidence that could stop us. Do you think we were going to let that happen? But they were advancing our research, so we let them continue for a while. The police confiscated everything. All the lab tests, all of the files, uh, the skull reconstruction we'd brought back. They took the body. Oh, that sucks. The body's no longer among us. And yeah, the Navy, the <laughs> Navy kind of tricked them. They got them to do all this research and then he swooped in and took it and and to really took advantage of Noah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is the part of the movie. Like if this was made into, you know, a, an actual 
movie. No, like, you know, like when these are oh, those are the bad guys and they, you know, use it just it feels like a plot that's been written out. <laughs> the ET it feels movie, like a movie. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It does exactly. seem to have some sort of a plot, an underlying plot actually <laughs> that unfolds. Yeah, yeah. The Navy's yeah, and all of these actors are such good. They went so through good all this acting. research. They figured out what the bloop was over and over. We know it's mer people, mermaids. <laughs> this is basically primates walked into the ocean a long time ago they ducked out then they fought the egyptians i don't know when that happened <laughs> and then they were no longer friends but now dolphins are their best friends and if you if you're wondering why the navy is so hell bent on covering up the existence of mermaids well paul robertson is about to tell us we prove this and they have to stop the testing they have to acknowledge that they have a sonar weapon and who knows what else they'd have to acknowledge. All that we had left, um, the only thing that we had left that they hadn't seized were the bloop recordings. They couldn't take those. Those were already a matter of public record. We were so focused on everything that we'd lost that the government had taken that we didn't realize that everything we needed was in those recordings. You can take my fish what? bones in hand, but you'll never take my bloop. All you need is the bloop. <laughs> I like that that ending bloop there. That sounded creepy. <laughs> Someone's just screaming underwater. I like that, Russ. All you need is bloop. Oh, all you do, all yeah. Bloop. All you so, need is bloop. But all this other stuff is gone, so they have to uh, really pump it up now. Like, well, no, those thing, the one thing we had before is still great. So here is the here's their <laughs> reaction to all those years of research and evidence just being taken away from the brave members of NOAA. The feeling was like something out of Orwell. It, this was Big Brother. Uh, they were rewriting history, uh, basically writing this creature out of existence. And the, the question I asked myself is why? Are they protecting their testing? Are they, uh, are they keeping the creatures for themselves? Are they testing the creatures? We don't know. We still don't know. Yeah, we may never know. I think we got another one for our, our long string of these. Play yeah. Soundboard 4. I got a new one. We don't know. We still don't know. <laughs> we don't know we don't... part two. We still don't know. We still... part three. <laughs> that is. <laughs> we don't know. We still don't know. We have enough to make a whole song of just people saying we don't know at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah but that's it. With, with the only evidence of that of the existence of Mermaid left just is being the bloop. They decide to visit those two kids that filmed that video on the beach from the beginning in 2004 in Washington State. And the kids tell them that the Navy said that it was just a decomposed seal. Navy tried to cover them up too. Nothing to see here. But luckily, one of those boys, he had made a terrible drawing. And he showed it to the researchers <laughs> and it kind of looked like a mermaid. And they're like, yep, that's pretty good. This kid definitely saw it. This kid definitely plays magic. <laughs> He definitely he hey. had a piece of evidence that was even better than his drawing. And he actually was able to hide that from the Navy. Let's hear about it. And that's not all we saw. The boy's mom uh, agreed to show it to us. Uh, they hadn't shown it to anybody. Uh, the Navy had not thought to check the kid's camera phone. Now, that's not the first time the military's gotten caught by a camera phone. But back then, most people didn't even have them. <laughs> I doubt the investigating officer even bothered to check it. This kid had kept it. Uh, he'd kept it all that time. There it is, the shitty phone mm. camera again. The Navy would have never <laughs> thought <laughs> a kid would ever have a cell phone. They never do. Yeah, well, of course. I had a shitty phone camera. 
<laughs> and this this is the big conclusion. The big conclusion, Drea, turns out to be the cell phone footage. We finally get to see it. And the dramatic, shitty <laughs> cell phone camera footage is just a jump scare. And the mermaid turns into La Llorona. It pops up like a monster <laughs> on the beach. That's what that's what this is. This whole movie led to a single it's, well, documentary, whatever this thing is. It led up to this one moment. Uh, terrible. That was truly the Shyamalan moment. They do that thing, too, where they show it in slow motion afterwards to be like, look, so you can see it better. But it's like, now I can just see that it's even faker. It looks even, even faker in slow motion. Why did you do that? What? Showed exactly. your cards, guys. Let me show you frame by frame how bad yeah. this is done. Yeah. Talk about a blooper reel. <laughs> yeah, really. Uh-huh. The kid drew Good. literally. Yeah. The, Thanks, Drea. The kid drew a picture of what looks exactly like the shape of water, like one of the posters for a shape oh, of yeah. water where it's just like oh, God, the creature looking with his hand on the glass, you know? Looking for romance. Yeah. You didn't like that shape of water? It freaked me you didn't out. You like man. that movie about I the lady who fucks a merman? I don't like uh, interspecies fucking. No. I can't say I'm a fan. I like that movie. Go ahead and defend it. I, I <laughs> think I would like. I think I like it less after seeing this because the the mermaids in this. They, there were no hot mermaids. There was no sexy mermaids in no. this. No, no, they didn't look like oh, none of them were ripped or had a, a rack or nothing. Like it was all just like they were completely <laughs> flat. They just looked like fish people. Too much. Yo, that like was fish something people. I was. They, I was thinking. I had. I made a no, I made a specific note about this that all mammals drink milk. None of those merfolk. Mm-hmm. Had nipples. They, well, they have no, no nipples. nipples. Yeah. No nipples. Do we, we know the that they're thing. still yeah. mammals? Are mermaids still classified as mammals? I don't think you could evolve out of being. Yeah, animal. dude. Well, I mean, they look mind. like you can evolve into being a mammal. They look exactly. You like can evolve this. out. Yeah, yeah. You know what? They're out of the I mammal don't... club. Yeah. I, yeah. I think they're still mammals. I do think. You know. I mean, look at dolphins. Wait. Like dolphins, dolphins whales, they all lactate. Like they all nurse their young. Well, that's why they're friends with the dolphins. They drank that sweet dolphin milk. But where are dolphin nipples? We don't know. <laughs> we still don't know. <laughs> we still don't know. <laughs> no, really, dolphins have nipples. I've never seen them. They're there. I didn't. I, I had to look it up. I was. I was constantly googling during. This. <laughs> he, he knows enough about merfolk to know that. So, <laughs> oh, trust me, dolphins definitely have nipples. Oh yeah. <laughs> if there's one thing I know, <laughs> that. we learned something. We learned something really important from this jump scare video, shitty phone camera thing. We learned that this thing is alive. And it was captured by the Navy. It turns into this is now the underwear underwater Roswell. So. Let's hear the fate Mm. of skinny SpongeBob, the captured mermaid. (laughs) The creature we pulled off the beach in Washington State died in 2007. We kept it alive as long as we could. I know what I did was wrong. I knew it was wrong while I was doing it, and I have to live with that. (laughs) My only hope now is that by coming forward, it might help protect any of them that are still out there. All right, R.I.P. Scary Mermaid on the beach. We hardly knew you. Oh. That's it. That's Skinny it for this. Sponge that's just how this wait, ends. We hold learned. on. Oh, wait, you, wait, you can't. Yeah, hold on. You can't skip the story of of the mermaid who sacrificed himself for all oh, the yeah. other mermaids. I'm emotional about that. You can't. The megalodon is there. You oh can't God. leave this out, bro. Yeah. This is a huge moment here of the story. This is what well, we've been leading is, to. We've been building was, to this the entire I was film. invested in that, Rob. I was totally there, man. <laughs> so, all right. So what, I hold laugh. on. You guys get off the rest. Let me explain what the hell they're even talking about here. That this show is interspersed with the, the mermaids evolving over time. They were originally those gorillas 
in the water, and then they grew up. Then once they're full-on mermaids later, yeah, why don't you explain? This is a scene where they're completely evolved mermaids, and they do courageous things, well, right? They, they set this up earlier in the <laughs> in the documentary, or whatever you want to call this thing, where they, uh, you know, remember the, the shark that we talked about that they cut it open and there was, you know, a merv folk inside of this thing. And there was the a body, spear, oh, yeah. a little and spear in them too. So they set this up way earlier in, in the documentary. And um, we see what happened there and, and how that came to, to fruition. Uh, what happened was <laughs> this shark showed up and I guess uh, like merv, Captain, the Murfle. captain of the Mer, like Mer father, it seems like there was a Mer clan. There was a Mer, yes, clan. Mer, was a Mer clan, and they there had was a baby one. They there was a, very, a whole bunch of very them. weird baby, a whole bunch mermaid. of them. They see like a big shark coming. I guess is kind of like what happened. Like they yeah. knew there was a shark. Yeah, only yeah. only he sees it, and he tries to warn the rest of the the Mer clan. He does, and his he just makes a weird screaming yeah, sound. He so and, and he takes he takes he the bloops, spear. Yeah. Thing and he like slices his chest open with it, so he starts bleeding, and you can see like. Swims away. All the blood, All the blood starts the flowing into the water and like attracting the shark towards him. And and he kind of looks at his family and he's like, you go, you must go. Run. And I it's very swim. dramatic. And the acting of this merman was fantastic. And yeah. uh, so he courageous. sacrifices himself for all of the other mermaids and uh, he dies. He gets swallowed up, eaten by that shark. And it looks like whole. Yeah, the thing. <laughs> He oh, yeah. totally. Well, yeah. He, he looks so shark. tiny yeah. going into that mouth, too. Yeah. I mean, this yeah, stuff was massive. Exactly. Was, uh, Jack had seen this before. So he unfortunately he watched it with me again this time. And he's like, it's just that it's so pointless. He's like, that's me eating one kernel of popcorn. Like, why would I waste the energy to swallow that little thing when it can go after the whales? Before we totally move on from this to also talk about this documentary, it did one of those things that uh, I love where, like, this shit was fake. Obviously, this shit was, this shit was fake. But they had, they had characters. Characters no. who were supposed to be real, that we were supposed to believe that they were real, <laughs> mm -hmm. and then they also had actors who were playing those actors. Fake actors they had actors, so there's like <laughs> they were reenactments. They were reenacting the real events. It, it, <laughs> actors and then reenactors also in the film who were like seemed like they casted them just to be slightly better looking versions of. Oh, the, that of, always happened. One was supposedly worse. Yeah, I don't know. It was very funny how they did that, though. <laughs> it reminded me of uh, the fourth kind where they did a similar thing with Mila Jolovich. And uh, it was very effective, <laughs> but not so effective. In uh, this. It was uh, if, if you yes, if you're still wondering if this might be real, uh, according to Atlas Obscura, the answer is no. <laughs> that, that is a that uh, is a great source for debunking uh, news and stuff. And I'm gonna here's a quote from an article about it. Quote: The film includes fake footage of real mermaids and also interviews with scientists who, in reality, were just characters played by actors. The show did not broadcast their fiction in any immediate or obvious way. A coy disclaimer in the end credit notes that. Quote, certain events in this film are fictional. The This docudrama, it seemed real certain. enough that many people believe them. Millions of people watched this series on mermaids, and many still weren't sure what to believe at the end. Yeah. Can you wow. call it a series if there's only two it's episodes of it? It's not a series. It, it was Can just really a, call it a, it was series? a special no. documentary about a, a, a very fake special thing that they were trying to pull not off. special, all right. Aquatic ape theory. Look, if I saw this... <laughs> oh. If I was a kid and I saw this, oh, I totally would have eaten it. It looked up. like the news. You know, it did look like oh, scientific. News. Like here's you were the, the megalodon going for that mer captain. Oh, for sure. I got to eat them. 
I don't understand how the first episode of this show is an hour and like 35 minutes long. And the first episode of WandaVision is 35 minutes long. Like, I don't know. How does, how are the, the where TV is the and justice film gods? Where, yeah. Where is the justice here? Special. Like, how, not a TV who decided show. that they could give, that they could have this much airtime? This is Animal Planet. And Animal Planet, they were actually criticized, they animal. were criticized for giving the impression of being an actual documentary. When in fact, much of the material was made up and the scientists show were actors. Publicity for the program included a website falsely claiming government seizure of the site's domain and the U.S. Oh my the U.S. God. National Oceanic and Atmospheric <laughs> Administration had to put up a rebuttal to the program and call them out and say, look, we are not associated <laughs> with this. But this thing. <laughs> OK, good. This thing got one point nine million views during its U.S. telecast on May 12, 2012. It was the most watched show on Animal Planet since Steve Irwin's In Memoriam. Oh, my in God. <laughs> oh, my God. That's this, disrespectful. What the hell is going on in Animal Planet? I think that, Steve Irwin would have liked the uh, would have liked this. No, what do you think? really? Boy, no. <laughs> I'm gonna go hunt me this. They use thing. a stingray. He would have lasted ten minutes watching this and turned it off. He would have been disgusted by this. I'm pretty sure because this isn't. This is one of those things where it, this clouds the whole. Like I know it's uh, it's something that people always kind of talk about with every topic that we we discuss in all of these sort of. Um, silly versions of of uh, the representations that that we sometimes come across is it does kind of like muddle up the real info on like if there ever was anything like a mermaid it, this makes it kind of like seems more bullshitty than ever you know yeah what I, mean? I think it sparks yeah. the other side too it sparks the curiosity of people to go and look this up because the reason that atlas obscura didn't even write this article was because it be maybe because of the confusion the fascination but mermaid content was at an all-time high and i'll quote <laughs> again from their article he said these videos all draw from the same set of mermaid footage. There's this blue fuzzy man on a uh, on a faraway rock who waves regally. There's the even fuzzier footage of something Finn jumping from the water. There's a beautiful, hauntingly humanoid mermaid, mermaid created for Pirates of the Caribbean. And the nasty, desiccated brown corpse of a mermaid lying face down on the beach. A taxidermed wonder created by a Florida artist. But one of the most popular bits of mermaid content to reuse is the eerie footage from the Animal Planet show in which the silhouette of a mermaid swims past the camera. And some of the they say some of these videos have millions of views and there are incredible reaction videos to this mermaid footage. And, you know, you know, all those top five lists, top 10 lists, you know, oh, you've yeah. seen some of this footage in there. That's what it that's kind of how it persists. And I think that gives people curiosity and they don't think it's fake. I guess you could kind of, I guess, look at it from that angle. It does sort of spread more word. But that video is such bullshit. You really got to be like, if like, you really get fooled by it, like, dude, really? It, it doesn't look good. It looks it CGI. Doesn't. It looks clearly think, CGI. Yeah. And, and CGI aside, it's like the the actual, I don't know, the events itself, like say the the Beaufort one where it just it, it goes and it puts its hand on the glass. Like, why would it do that? You know, like just it never looks natural. It never <laughs> yeah. looks like real. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just, doesn't seem and it just stinks. The, like I've mentioned earlier, I like for me, I guess because I pay attention to these things, that it seemed like the, everything was filmed with the same camera too. Yeah. So all these found footage <laughs> hung up on this camera thing because it makes it like, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do a project like this and you're really gonna make this shit see, like seem real, take it go like Keith Arum and film it with the real cameras. Yeah. You know what get I mean? The like phone take, do the actual put the time into it to make it look real. Don't just like be like, oh, they're stupid. They're not gonna it's not, know. It's not That's what it feels. Like, if, what, this is what it feels like. It feels like Animal Planet and the people who made this are like, 
they're fucking, everybody's fucking stupid. Let's just put yeah. this out. They're going to think this is real. They think we're that anything's getting, real. We, we're using the same cameras we use for all our other shows for this. this is not, we're not <laughs> just put a filter on it. It's fine. I, mean, I had a totally different impression about this, honestly. Like for me, this documentary was about two main things. A, how humans fuck with marine mammals. And it was like trying, like, I thought that they were using the mermaid, like they couched it in the mermaid narrative, but it's like humans fuck with marine mammals and like we beach them. We mm-hmm. mess with their lifestyle. Like we hurt them. It's true. Be aware that is of the that. takeaway. Yeah. yeah. But is it because of sonar weapons that those whales got beached? I feel like that's spreading false information. We yeah, when know. really it could be pollution. No, they were fighting the mermaid army. There's probably a real reason. No, there's probably an actual real reason. Army purposes. There's probably an actual real reason why these whales are washing up, and it's, it's the not. Navy. It, maybe, but it, like you could also say that about everything. Like that, the government, it, the government's responsible. But chemtrails yeah, is the navy. Too. In the end, these yeah. poor whales washing up. It's probably just like global warming. It's like the unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, either way, it's like it's fucked. You know, yeah, and, and not, I get they're trying to call attention to. That, but yeah, they did it in a really stupid, insulting way. I didn't actually think of these mermaids. Are I didn't think of that. Remember that that reservoir? Remember the reservoir guys? These mermaids are causing havoc. Oh yeah, they're bitches. Yeah, I guess it's just there's. It's just it's such thick bullshit. It's such thick. Thick, like, Thick like they said about the, like they said you about humans. Like Congratulations they, on your episode. Like they said about humans having the thickest layer of fat on their body that, uh, out of all <laughs> creatures or something. Like they've made some fact like that. They're like, oh. that's why we could be mermaids because we've we've got as much fat as like a manatee or some shit like that. We do have some fat people. <laughs> I yeah. took a picture of this when I was like, uh, was watching the video. I was like, because I rewound it because the guy is like, he's a you know, he was a doctor or like an actor pretending to be a doctor pretending to be an actor who was a doctor <laughs> in a reenactment like, by another guy he said you know the only animals that walk on two feet they're humans and yeah. I was like that's fucking bullshit yeah, yeah. I looked it up oh there's plenty of animals that walk on two feet like yeah like, and then the whole like oh fishermen who you who like interact with dolphins and the dolphins help them fish and everything that's the only instance ever of this kind of interaction with humans I'm like um dogs cats exactly uh, like symbiotic relationships all over Lizards. the place. Yeah, dogs yeah. are the most important animal relationship that humans have ever had. Yeah. They literally helped us evolve into the people that and we dolphins became. Exactly. Dolphins yeah. are their water dogs, so they kind of we've evolved our one way. We got our dogs; they're down there seals, with the dolphin body. I just get too emotional I guess. when that one merfolk like put his hand on the top of the dolphin's he head and rubbing he, he pet him. him and I was like I, that was, very nice. I felt that was pretty cute I a mermaid did. pets a dolphin for sure in this if that <laughs> anyone on it that yeah. was nice I guess Watch I did for ask for this I guess in the end I did ask for this you did give me what I asked for I was hoping that we were just going to be talking about some silly YouTube <laughs> videos or something I didn't know we were going to get into all this we're going to the yeah, store yeah this is a very be careful what you wish for <laughs> the reason those YouTube videos are there because of like everything we went through it's here true. So it's true let's figure out let's get out what should the poll be should it be our mermaids oh, real should it be what are mermaids what do you guys think um, I think what are mermaids is a good one because we could have like aquatic apes are they just a dolphins that that ended up fucking humans like yeah are they just not real are they manatees sure we could put a few different things in there. yeah I yeah, had an idea for this mythology oh. yeah we could say um, what is a mermaid I think yeah that's that's pretty much or or how did yeah how did I don't know it's all bullshit yeah uh, I don't know well okay <laughs> if we all agree that it's all bullshit then my poll suggestion was would you rather fuck a fish top 
or a fish bottom <laughs> mermaid. <laughs> See, that's valid. That's too. a great one. And also, maybe sexy it up because this was the least sexy mermaid content <laughs> ever seen in my life in any format at all. That's Worst true. looking mermaids. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll, we'll look for that poll. Just go to unbelieverspodcast.com to vote. Let's get out of this. Now, Andrew Queen has lost her ring. I think it used to sit right here Encrusted in blue And hard and true For now I'll kiss her finger Some fun pixies from our music advisor, Pandora 3373. Oh, huh. oh okay, I didn't hear Beautiful. any mermaid stuff, but I uh, liked it. I felt stuff. underwater. Yes, that, that I think that was the point. But yeah, mermaids, man. An underwater and, guy. And we Sorry. went through this whole thing. You talk about the history and culture and the 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 aquatic ape theory, which is very unbelievable and fun. We're gonna really bring up totally. <laughs> we didn't really bring up any like mermaid pop culture stuff. Rob, who's your mermaid in pop culture? Which yeah, I'm, mermaid movie. We didn't get any shell bras, which uh, you true, know I feel like is true. No? If you're talking mermaids, you got to have at least one bra that's made out of shells. Mm-hmm. But um, besides that's kind that, of the main allure. Yeah, I had seen um, a movie uh, that was like I forget why I ended up seeing this movie. It came across my mind. It's called Blew My Mind. It sounds like a porno. It's not a porno. Yeah, but, uh, what it is. <laughs> It is super What were you like searching for? He Rob just came across this. He's like, oh, here we he go. He was searching for blowholes and he got something completely Blow unexpected. Blowhole my mind. I was looking for <laughs> horror movies. I was trying to find horror movies that were like just weird horror movies. And somehow I came mm. across this one, which was about a girl who turns into a mermaid. And uh, cool. it's actually, where was this made? It's like, um, it's a German movie. It's a German movie. So it was, it was oh. German and it was in subtitles. The German guy who saw the spears and stuff earlier. So, yeah, they're there. And, man, you guys keep talking about blowholes. We completely skipped this. Play <laughs> Soundboard 2. Actually clip this in the episode. It wasn't a blowhole. There we go. It wasn't a blowhole. That was. Yeah. I think he was talking about their it melons. It wasn't a blowhole. Their melons were a blowhole. <laughs> oh, yeah. like Melons. Guys, that's not, not a glory hole. hole. Don't put that there. They were blooping from that. That's, that's a melon that hole. From. Okay. A melon wow. Mermaids. <laughs> no. What a mess. What a mess. <laughs> Ouchie. Uh, yeah, I like Splash. Fine. We're going to talk about movies. Splash was cool. Tom Hanks <laughs> is funny in that. That was fun. Yeah. But yeah, was well, pretty good. I well, watched it as a kid. This though. blew my mind movie, though, is fucking weird. It was That's why I brought it up because it's yeah. fucking weird. If you want to watch a weird mermaid movie, it blew movie, your mind. It blew my mind, but not in, in any good way. I was like, <laughs> what the fuck did I just watch afterwards? It's really weird. Well, so, so stay away. You're not recommending it. <laughs> yeah. This is not movie night suggestion. We're not doing that. And I would say thank well, you to everyone. Thank you, everyone who hung oh, out. This damn week. it. <laughs> we did our La Llorona movie night a couple of nights ago. Thanks for everyone for hanging out. It was fun. All the patrons can listen to that as the uh, movie commentary track for La Llorona, our initial reactions to that. But we got one more thing to do. It's not mermaid related, hopefully. And Jude, what is that? Everyone's third favorite segment. Poll results. This week's poll, what's the strangest thing in Mexico? And the choices were the Zona del Silencio, the Island of the Dolls, La Llorona, La Lechuza, or other. I'm going to ask you, Drea Mora, what do you think the unbelievers said? Uh, This is is the first time I'm actually stumped. But I mean, I'm thinking just based off of the illustrations, La Lechuza. All right. What about you, Jude? 
Island of the Dolls? All right, you go to Island of Dolls. It's <laughs> good. What about you, Rob? What's the strangest thing in Mexico? I gotta go with the only other choice that there was, Yorona, because she's just so <laughs> creepy and she's the most famous. Well, all of you are wrong. Rob's famous. double wrong because there was another choice. <laughs> <What's> Congratulations. <laughs> Oh man! So many. Jeez, I forgot. Of, yeah, that place. Silent but deadly. With ten percent of the with ten percent of the vote, Zona del Silencio. We had five uh, percent for the island. Five for Lorona. Five for Lechuza. They split that. But of course, nice there are others. What's the strangest thing in Mexico? Is it strange and unexplainable how the shekels from there hit different compared to the ones from here? Signed, El Slan. Okay, I don't know. Uh, what, the, how do the, uh, the what? They're, how they're the shekels hit different? differently compared to the other the ones? Shingles? What's the strangest <laughs> thing in Mexico? Zombie Chihuahuas. Signed, Where Am I? <laughs> Zombie Chihuahuas. That is very, what, has to be a very strange <laughs> thing in Mexico. Yeah. I like it. What's the um, strange? Yes, thank you. Where am I? What's the strangest thing in Mexico? Rods in the cave of the swallows. Signed, pants filler. Oh, we know that's some oh, high that's strangeness. Cause, uh, so you don't have any videos of people swallowing rods? No, not yet. Well, mm. we were gonna, we're working on it. Thank you so much to not the yet. guy who... Be throwing up and filling my pants. Thank you, pants filler. What's the strangest <laughs> thing in Mexico? The invisible border wall. Signed, Darth Blader. <laughs> Good one, Darth Vader. What's the strangest thing in Mexico? I didn't pay much mind to those stories about Mexican water, but my bladder busted, man. Signed. Oh, no, I signed the Machinist. There we go. All right. That's a, that's a new I one like for yep. us, but not for some. What, what we got? My bladder is, is busted, man. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> Thank you, the mechanist. <laughs> All right, it worked. What's the strangest thing in Mexico? Dude. I don't know. Two butt cheeks slapping together in the middle of the zone of silence. Cause you, <laughs> what what happened? Signed, <laughs> Carol. Signed, unbeliever, Carol. Of course. Nice. Okay, I. My number. That's now my favorite. I think we got a couple. <laughs> Love you, that. Carol. And 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 you. You. <laughs> and of course. What happened? I don't know. Thank you, Unbeliever Carol. I know. Another great poll result. What's the strangest thing in Mexico? Una lechuga en el teco. Observidianos. Creo que se comió a mi gato. Signed, Andres Basi Owlgo. Andres Basi Owlgo. I have no idea what he just said. Can we translate that? ate my cat. Oh. Give him the clip. I think it ate my cat. Thank you so much, <laughs> Andres Basialgo. What's the strangest thing in Mexico? Mountain Monsters Mexican Vacation. Every cryptid's <laughs> bladder is busted, and they gotta go to the bathroom. Cute trapper holler inside Blue Box UFO. <laughs> All right, so the Mountain Monsters on the vacation, one says... My bladder is, is busted, man. I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> and then, wait, what does Trapper say then? <laughs> <laughs> wow, nice. Blue Box UFO with some creative use of the new bladder is busted. I, I love it. What's his Wait, suck it the... up, you son of a bitch, Trapper. Suck it up. Suck <laughs> I it gotta up. Finish it. I can't play the first one without the second one. <laughs> awesome one, Blue Box UFO. What's the strangest thing in Mexico? Zach Baggins is the strangest thing in any country he's in. Signed, Mike Richardson. He's got Agreed. a good point there. 
that's fair. Okay, all right, so we'll just give him a... You didn't toot, did you? No. <laughs> no. Did, you did you smell it? Dirty pole results. This is but nuts. <laughs> that's just usual. What's the strangest thing in Mexico? I like the chupacabra. Even with his sucking, meat yanking, and busted bladder. Signed, Hose B. All right, Hose B. <laughs> nice. Two, two new classics. A bladder is, is busted, man. I thought it was a bladder. I think he wants the Bigfoot one. Literally sucking. Yeah, okay. And Whoa. put that up in the uh, tree. So. What? Uh, yeah. You're going to jerk oh, it yeah. off? So you think Bigfoot's jerked off a piece of meat? Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. Well, the pack yes, comment. Do. Thank you, Hose B. What's the strangest thing in Mexico? Would you let Gary Busey date your mom? I would. Signed, Gary Busey. Whoa. Thank you, Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I love it. <laughs> Pretty funny. Wow. Where did that I come from? Who lit him? Who lit him in here? Why Who invited is Gary him to join this party? Gary Busey. I'm glad Gary Busey's Gary listening. Gary Busey has entered the chat. Where did come from? <laughs> come on, we gotta worry about what's the he could get some honor. What's the strangest thing in Mexico? Water that makes you throw up and fill your pants is on corrupted mass. Hey. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. True. Be throwing up and filling my pants. All right, corrupted mass. What is the strangest thing in Mexico? The fucking magnets in the zone of silence. How do they work? Mm. Signed, Mothman Mother. We don't, don't know. know. We don't oh, know. Fucking magnets. How we do still they work? don't know. We may never know. We don't All know. All those we don't know clips. <laughs> we may never know. That's my answer to your question, to our question. Thank you, Mothman Mother. What's the strangest thing in Mexico? The Mexican ass eater burrito breakfast lunch combo. <laughs> I shit my pants for a month. Oops. Sorry about the laundry, Mom. Signed, Voodoo. Oh, my. Sorry, Mom. <laughs> I think what? we've heard enough fill pants, but maybe we'll hear some. I it's peed fine. my pants, man. I'm not going to tell you. What's up with that? What's up with that? Thank you, Voodoo. What's the strangest thing in Mexico? Drugs, hookers, that thing that happens after you drink the water, and Mary! Oh, and you didn't sign off. And that was our final one for this evening. Oh that was God. it. That was the final other. I'll go over them uh, real quick. What's the strangest thing in Mexico? We had El Slan with it. It is strange and unexplainable how the shekels from there hit different compared to the ones from here. Uh, we had Where Am I with Zombie Chihuahuas. You had Pants Filler with Rods in the Cave of the Swallows. You had Darth Blader with The Invisible Border Wall. We had The <laughs> Machinist with I didn't pay much mind to those stories about Mexican water, but my bladder busted, man. <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's in my lead. We had uh, Unbeliever Carol with, I don't know, two butt cheeks slapping together in the middle of Zoda Because <laughs> you, what, what happened? Happen. Oh man, I, that's really great. We had uh, Andres Bazi Owlgo with Una Lechuga and El Teco Observandos. Creo que comio en mi gato. We had a blue box UFO with Mountain Monsters Mexican Vacation. Every cryptid's bladder is busted. And gotta go to the bathroom. Cue Trapper hollering. He gave us a little cue there for it too. We had Mike Richardson with Zach Baggins is the strangest thing in any country he's in. Fact. We had Hose B with I like the chupacabra, even with his sucking, meat yanking, and busted bladder. Yum. We had Gary Busey with mm. Would you like Gary Busey date your mom? I would. <laughs> Thank you, Gary Busey. 
We had corrupted mask with water that makes you throw up and fill your pants. We had Mothman Mother with the fucking magnets in the zone of silence. How do they work? We had Voodoo with the Mexican ass eater burrito breakfast lunch combo. I shit my pants for a month. Oops, sorry about the laundry, mom. <laughs> and finally, the, this one did sign. Maybe this signed off as Marie. It says drugs, hookers, and that thing that happens after you drink the water. I'm going to ask you, Jude Prestia, who do you think won this week's poll? Dude, it pains me not to vote for Carol. It's a deep pain. Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> that, would, that would hit me different. Okay. All right. What about you, Dre Amora? I'm kind of, it's weird. I'm kind of the opposite. I have to give a shout out to the Gary Busey. I just love how completely random it was, but I got to give it to Carol. <laughs> All right. And what about you, Rob? Who do you like? Um, I'm just going to vote for Gary Busey, hoping that it is actually him so that <laughs> we can get him to play a game on the show. All right, man. I guess it's going to come down to me here. I'll just take it. I'm going to say I thank you for everyone with all the great bladder is busted. As Machinus was the favorite, you're in top for me. But if, if Carol's on the board and it's close and Jude is apologizing to her before, congratulations, unbeliever Carol with, I don't know, <laughs> two butt cheeks slapping together in the middle of the zone of silence because you, what, what happened? Congratulations, Carol. You just won this week's poll results. You deserve it. Gary Busey got robbed. <laughs> Gary Busey will be back. That's his debut. He he'll, he has to return. That's why he can't he'll just take it off the bat like that. But we've come to the end of the program. Before we go, Dre Amora, do you have anything you like to say or plug? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll plug Spirits and Spirits again. But also our shop, um, T Public, is it's coexisting along with our cafe press. So they're still active. If you need to get shot glasses, go to the cafe press because they don't do shot glasses on T Public. Yeah, if you want a T-shirt. With our cool ass logo on it, you can order it on those websites. Cause gotta give Raymond a shout out. We always gotta give Raymond a shout out. Yeah, always Raymond. Everybody who submitted the art too, like they deserve the plugs. Absolutely. What about you, Jude? Uh, one quick shout out to uh, uh, Tanuki's Revenge for getting me to build out my uh, garden today, and um, there's a show called Siren that is base like it's like the root base of the same mermaid thing where it's like the navy fucks up mermaids in washington (laughs) state (laughs) then the people start fucking the mermaids and they fall in love yeah like brianna watched uh, oh they fucking then fall in love yeah so you're plugging three months you're plugging sirens all right (laughs) these sirens are getting plugged yeah all right you got anything else too rob uh, check out our Patreon. We're going to have the watch along for the Curse of La Llorona up there very soon. So if you're not a member of the Patreon, that's a good reason. If you want to go and watch La Llorona with us, you'll have that, that option now. That's now an option you have, um, as well as all of the old, uh, the past Patreon content that we put out is on yes, there too. Which we so. put out a very recent episode too. We've been having yes. a lot of fun on there. I'll plug yes. that too. Go check it out. Fun stuff. Uh, the Unbelievers podcast host today were Dre Amora, Jude Prestia, and me, Russ Ryan. Our producer and soundboard engineer is Rob Oak. You can get our tarot cards at unbelievablepodcast.com. You can join that Patreon by going to patreon.com slash unbelievers Instagram at unbelievers podcast. Our Facebook group is the Unbelievable Podcast Network. And check out our merch store at TeePublic. That link is in the description. All kind of great stuff. And thank you so much 
towards all the patrons. Sandy and Deborah Foles, Chad Buita, Chris Stroker, Jeff Hartramp, Louis Pion, Scott E, 8-Bit Melody, Jenny Dyer, Christopher Balderama, David Egelhoff, Pam Z, JT Franklin, Vic Foss, Little PP, Dr. Ortega, Tyler Ventura, Adam Dvorak, Corrupted Mass, Michael Phillips, Weary Axel, Carol Valley, winner of this week's poll, Manny, MQ Ultra, CJP, Braden Hit, Raymond Owell, Todd X, Christopher Panici, The Moon, That Judgy Moon, Mike Henry, Bryce Cronenberger Jr., Jr., Dawn Bright, Shannon Frigno, Tom O'Connell, Mark Braun, Donna Vance, Jenna Stevens, Cat Chaos, and Jason Kelly, and Mike of the Mike Army, Brian Ashton, Michael Army Menta, Jack Ass, the Wombat <laughs> Preservationist, our music advisor is Pandora3373, our official composer and theme song creator is Unbeliever, A.A. Ron, a.k.a. Aaron Chilb. Follow him on Instagram at TheAaronChilb. Our official graphic designer and card maker who designed our logo is Raymond Rowell. Check out his work at P. Raven Creative on Twitter and Project Raven Creative on Instagram. Our official Unbeliever without a title still is Nicholas Aristabi, our official unbeliever raising puck wudgies is Joe Filler, our official Hawaiian paranormal investigator is Green Finnock, our official resident Sagittarius is Cosanton, our official mad man is unbeliever Adam, our official mothman enthusiast and leader of the Mike Army is Michael Shields, our official MUFON inside <laughs> man is Chris DeMareas, our official unbeliever peacefully eating a hamburger is Michelle Durham, our official unbeliever's time traveler is Taylor Nelson, our official ghost hunter is Amelia Childs and ghost hunting in New England, who the other we know next likes, our official senior European Correspondent is K Mill, the I Don't Know podcast, our official Guardian of the Branches at Crack and Sack, our official Alien Bopper is Nunchuck Bob, and this week's unbelievable focus is Sharky Xmas. Hey, why not? He could he probably he probably had it before, who cares? But he's not too happy about us inducting Rick Dyer into the <laughs> SOS Hall of Fame. I know a few people didn't like that too much. And when I asked him if he and his family and his fellow Canadians would ever forgive us, he said, We don't know. We still don't know. Good night, dolphin friends. For my neck of rusty lockets. For what's missing, I'll sacrifice my flesh.